All right, I think we're going to get started here. First of all, thank you all for coming. Um, it's great to see all your beautiful faces. Thank you for coming to listen to what we're going to talk about today. First of all, thank you for yours truly, um, especially Margaret, for having us. Thank you so much. Uh, she's the creative director of Yours Truly, and I think she wants to say a few words about the offerings of the space. Hi, so excited to have you all here. Thank you for coming. Um, so just a few quick announcements so everyone knows what you're looking forward to today. First off, the bar is open all day, so feel free to grab a drink. Um, if you enjoy today's programming, you can follow Yours Truly Hotel. We have creative programming going on all the time. Um, for our street meet later, please feel free to take over the whole hotel. We are not just back here. You guys can go all over the first floor, over by Call Your Mother, outside, out front. And if you see a set of stairs downstairs, there's also like a whole beautiful area downstairs. Please wander, take advantage, grab whatever you want. Um, and feel free to use things as props, move things around, free space. Uh, let's see. For anyone who doesn't know, this main lobby that you guys walked through is a free co-working space every day until 4 p.m. And if you have any questions about the hotel, about life, about the creative community in DC, please feel free to grab me, hit me up. We are always open to any kind of weird, funky, creative, bizarre collaborations, event ideas, photo shoot ideas. Please just grab me at any point today. Great to have you all. Very excited for the panel. Thank you, Margaret. All right, so the goal of, of this panel today is to just kind of highlight how Streetmate DC has been a pivotal uh, member in the community. Uh, it's a creative incubator. Some of us uh, have gone, has started at Streetmate DC, just these um, nonprofit events and gone on to start full, you know, full careers and um, full-time creativity. People live, making a living off of uh, some of the stuff that we learned at Streetmate DC. I know for a fact I was, extremely afraid to ask people to, you know, can I make your portrait when I first started? And that was about seven, eight years ago. Now I have a seven year career and there's no looking back. And I could, would not have done that, you know, if I didn't have Street Meet DC as a low barrier to entry of uh, being a portrait photographer for sure. Um, but I want to, you know, give these individuals a chance to tell their story and kind of share their insights on how Street Meets DC contributed to uh, their journeys. Jada, would you, you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Hi, y'all. My name is Jada Imaniam. I'm a photographer, videographer, and creative director from Maryland, currently based in D.C. Um, my journey with Street Me started back in 2017. Uh, wait, was I supposed to just introduce myself? Or That's myself where we're question? at. You're in it. You're doing great. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going? Okay, cool. Uh, my journey started in 2017. 2017 is the time I started to take myself more seriously as a photographer, especially when it came to portraits, but most of my experience was in studio while I was in school. So Street Meet really gave me that opportunity to be able to practice with natural lighting, which is something I wasn't necessarily good with. Um, and also just, you know, I'm still a little shy, but it, it definitely helped me make new friends and make new colleagues within my field. So uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you. Sarah? 
My name is Sarah Anzalone. I am a fashion and runway model. Um, I based in DC. Um, I started my time with Street Meat back in 2019 when I first moved to DC. Um, and I will actually be leaving DC on Tuesday to head to New York City to continue my career, which was started by Street Meat. Thank you, thank you. Thank you to all of you. Moving on, moving on up. Um, but yeah, I started back in 2019 and uh, it's, it's just been a great community. You guys have built my portfolio. Um, all, all connections basically that I have in DC have been made from this community and have, have built me up, made me confident. And I wasn't even model back in 2019. I just moved to DC and, and wanted to start taking pictures and here we are now and I can continue this as a career. So I'm very thankful. <laughs> wow, we're definitely gonna come back to that because now you make jewelry. So we wanna know all about that. Imani, talk to us, brother. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Imani Washington. Um, I am a cinematographer, photographer, and filmmaker. Um, you know, first I just want to say I'm just thankful and honored uh, for, for the game, for having me on on the panel this afternoon. Um, you know, my experience with Street Meat DC started back from the very beginning in 2015. You know, I, I, um, I attended what, I think it was the third, I think it was the third Street Meet at, at Navy Yard. That was my that, first one. That was your first, so that's, yeah. when, so that's when we met. So, you know, obviously I've known these guys, Julian, Pierre, Sway, all of the guys, you know, that's like eight to 10 years or so now. And so, um, you know, I'm just grateful to be here and you know how uh, this community has helped me grow as a photographer first um, and then further kind of enhance my passion from photography to filmmaking and cinematography. You know, it, start, it, it started with photography and you know, when you look back to the beginning of like cinematography, you know, that the origins of that is photography. So that's kind of what, what kicked it off for me, you know, and, and this community has like helped spearhead that for me, you know. For sure, yeah. I, did, I, just, I just learned like last year that the, the DP, the director of photography, you're a filmmaker, but you're the director of photography. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like light yep. lenses, cameras, angles. You're responsible for all of that. You're responsible for all of that. And so a lot of, you know, you look at like a lot of DPs, you know, like the, the OGs, the Roger Deacons, and you know, these kind of DPs, these guys are photographers, you know. And so, um, you know, that's, that's kind of where it starts from. And that's kind of how what led that, that passion and that eye for me, you know. I think it's also something to be said about how Street Meet DC and some of these other creative outlets start without the intention of making money. And now we all have careers, right? Like it, it was peer driven. It was creatives wanting to be around creatives that gave us an opportunity to be creative, gave us an opportunity to create a community. And we all help each other grow, critique, feedback, things of that nature. And um, Talk about how you know you started in 2015. Talk about now, like what you got going on now. By the way, people, these these individuals were probably not to their own horn, but they're all very accomplished, super successful. Like they got a lot of cool stuff going on. But talk about what what you're working on these days. Um, um, you know, so for me, um, you know, I've just been continuing to dive in, into you know the 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 world of, of filmmaking and cinematography, and um, you know, recently I've come off of you know working on. Uh, two feature films, um, New York-based feature films, um, where I was cinematographer, um, second unit DP on, um, and so those are currently in post-production now, um, and um, you know, so you know, excited about that to see the, you know where those land and where those get to, um, and um, you know, so excited about you know up-and-coming projects as well, and I got something new that I'm working on right now that I can, I'll talk about, you know, when we get, when we get to that point. Stay too. tuned, folks, yeah. stay tuned. The mind's gonna drop a, drop a gem on us. 
Um, Sarah, will you talk about your, you said in 2019 you weren't a, a model and yeah. then you became a model and now you have jewelry. Yeah, there's, yeah, so much has happened. Um, if any of you shot me back in 2019, I apologize because I did not know what I was doing. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, this is one of those communities that grows with you and helps you. So yeah, back in 2019, I came here for, I just graduated with a poli-sci degree, um, came here to work for the government. That wasn't that fun. Um, <laughs> so I was looking for a creative outlet. And uh, I had a couple friends here who were part of this community, introduced me to it. And I, I just started shooting. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of fun. I like having my picture taken. And it, it wasn't just getting the picture taken, though. It was making friends in the city that mm. I didn't previously have. And I didn't know where else to make them. And we had something in common, which wasn't just the government. It was fun. It was like we could take pictures and be pretty and, and have a good time. Um, but that has blossomed into, yeah, I just launched my jewelry brand on Thursday, OK Kiwi. Congratulations. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, which, again, uh, all those connections that the people who helped me to get there, again, a lot of them were from Street Meet, or just in general, the community. Uh, I had a few photographers there uh, helping me out to shoot the event, um, our launch event on Thursday. And I'm pretty sure two of three of them were street meet photographers <laughs> so wow yeah. congratulations again okay thank so you, would you say that being a member of street meet dc the being a member of the street meet community gave you the confidence to pursue some of these other things absolutely because i think i mean street meet is one of those places where you can try things and not feel like i don't know not feel feel pressured right so i could I, I did a lot of shoots uh, at Street Meet and a separate just one-on-one -on -one shoots with people that I met at Street Meet. Um, and of course, that was a little nerve-wracking at first because to have to perform in front of a camera is, is a bit nerve-wracking as a model because I want to make sure that your photos come out good and that you didn't just waste your time on me, right? So mm. a part of it was growing, being more confident in myself and knowing that I was worth having my picture taken. Um, but you know, it, it grew more into being able to find what I was good at and what people liked shooting me for. I found that I was good at runway, right? And I found that I was good at um, certain different types of shoots, right? So, so yeah, I definitely think that Street Me helped a lot with the confidence because I did not have it at first. And here we are today, so. Nice, yeah. No, I definitely hear what you're saying. We, I would try stuff at Street Me DC that I would never try at a paid shoot. But sometimes the stuff that I try at Street Me DC a client will see it and say, hey, can you do that for us? Absolutely. But I would never bring a mask or a smoke bomb to a, to a <laughs> commercial shoot, you know? Yeah. Um, Jada, yeah. what, what is something that you learned, you know, as a, as a result of being a part of the community? Because you have gone on to accomplish some major, major, major things from solo galleries to major partnerships. What is something that you took from the Street Meet DC uh, community exposure that you still apply? Um, I would say just community is really important within the photo community. And I feel like that's something I learned through Street Meet because I had never been to any other meetup in the area outside of Street Meet. And I didn't have a photo community at all. And the school I went to where I studied filmmaking, it wasn't very community based. Um, everyone was kind of had this kind of air about them that we were all in competition. But you know, coming into Street Meet, people were very helpful. You know, you ask people questions. If you have a question about your camera, if you have a question about how to approach a model you want to work with or how to pose the model, 
people will answer your questions. You'll have a lot of people that will answer your questions. You have a lot of people that will guide you and help you. And you'll also make some lifelong friends as well, which is very important for me, so. Love that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's definitely community over competition at Street Meet DC. Absolutely. Um, do, you, do, you, do you even recognize yourself as like a lady heat maker in the community? Because that's what you are. My little cousin, my girl cousin wants to do photography. I sent her your page. I said, follow her, check her out. She's killing it. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Just say yeah, it's fine. <laughs> no, I, I, I try not to think too much about that because I don't, I want to be confident, but I, I never want to be arrogant because I know mm. at any given moment this could all be snatched away from me. Right, right. So I, I try not to think too too highly of myself, but yeah. I appreciate the humility. I guess what I'm trying to get at is your presence in the community gives other lady photographers confidence to mm. pursue. You know what I mean? Like I just, I haven't been able to say that in like open air. So I want you to know that like, I, I, like, like Imani and I talk about, we started in 2015. I, I remember when you came in in like 2017. Yeah. And I remember I was like, oh, she's, she's gonna do something. And you're killing it. So just wow. congratulations, wow. for real. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, okay, maybe you have a little bit of advice and, and anyone can respond in their order. Maybe you could give some advice to um, somebody that's new to Street Meet DC or that wants to join Street Meet, wants to come out. Um, maybe you all have a little piece of advice and I'm gonna give my response while you all think about it, okay? My advice to anyone coming to Street Meet DC is first have an open mind. Um, just come, come with an open mind, keep your expectations low but also understand that it's not gonna come to you. Like the photo moments, those Instagram bangers, they're not gonna come to you. You have to like put some effort in, you have to introduce yourself, you have to maybe have an idea that you wanna execute when you come to street meet. And if you approach a model and introduce yourself, be respectful and maybe have something on your phone like, hey, this is what I'm going for. It'll facilitate the process of, of your creativity much quicker. So just understand that it's not coming to you. You have to go get it, you have to make it happen. Imani, you got anything, or Jada, whoever? Um, I would say bring a friend. Even if they're not a photographer, maybe they're the muse. Um, just, it does help ease some of that comfortability, but also if you do bring a friend, still be open to talking to other people. Um, you know, protect each other, protect each other's space, be respectful, um, because you know, at the end of the day, everyone is there to Everyone's there to shoot, to learn from each other, and to build those bonds professionally. And also just, again, like friendship is not an underrated thing within our community. You know, everything doesn't have to be strictly about business. It can also be, you know, Street Meet is a very, it's a, it's a very creative place. So like Julian said, be, be very open-minded um, and if applicable, Bring props. I know they don't always like that, but bring props. <laughs> Sarah, maybe you could share something from the model perspective? Yeah, I was going to say, from, from the modeling perspective, I love to tell new models who come to street me to just 
go for it. I know that's such basic advice, but I think we show up. I know that the first time I showed up, I was so timid. I was like, I don't deserve to have all these cameras around me. <laughs> but you you do, and you're all there for the same reason. You have different goals, right? But you're there for the same reason. So whether you're a photographer, especially if you're a model, go up to a photographer and just talk to them and just shoot because you know, at, at the end of the day, you're all there for a mutually beneficial reason. You both want a good shot out of something. And even if you don't get a good shot that specific day, you've made a good connection. Go set up a one-on-one -on -one shoot with each other, right? Like, you're, you're there to build connections and make memories. And maybe you'll even get a good portfolio shot out of it, right? So just go for it. Just talk to someone. Models especially, just go up to a photographer and talk to them. And photographers, too, just go up and talk to the models. Because we're there to get our picture taken. So 10 times out of 10, we'll say, yeah, you can take my picture. Um, especially if you have a certain idea. So absolutely, just go for it. Yeah, I, I feel that. Like you said, like we're all here for the same reason, to create and make some cool imagery and get some practice in. And we're probably all a little nervous and all a little shy. So just go for it. Just send it. And if it doesn't work out, then you know maybe don't work with that person again. I don't know. Um, and, what about you, Amani? Yeah, and what I would say um, to piggyback on all of you guys is um, um, you know, to just not be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Um, you know. Sometimes you can go to a meet and you, it can be a little overwhelming because it's a lot of different people. Um, but, you know, uh, introduce yourself to, to someone, you know. Um, don't be, a, you know, kind of step outside of that, out of, out of your, your natural space, you know. One of the coolest things about this community um, is that uh, it's, it's a community of uh, a unique variety of people from all walks of life and cultures and, and ethnicities. And so um, you can learn something from someone uh, and, and, and how they think and how they create that can help you. You know, one of the biggest things for me that I've learned and that Street Meet DC has taught me or introduced to me early on is collaboration. Um, and, you know, uh, being in a space where you, you can, you know, work with others, that you can work and collaborate with in the space of Street Meet DC, but also outside of that space, you know. Um, and, you know, the way that translates in, in, in the world of filmmaking and production is, you know, really, filmmaking is a is one big collaboration in itself. You is a is a bunch of different departments, whether that's camera, lighting, sound, etc. All of these departments are coming together in collaboration to make pieces of uh, bodies of work. And so, you know, with the help of Street Meet DC, that that's introduced. That was introduced to me early on. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. You may recall a video we made, and yeah, yeah twenty. We, 20, what is it, 2016? I mean, as a matter of fact, you know, we shot a wedding together, right? Yeah. Mike, me, you. Yeah. I mean, that's off of just the strength of and the, the relationships that we've developed out of Street Me DC. We all, you know, collaborated and shot a wedding together. And, you know, although we was, you know, working, in a way, from, from my perspective, it felt like we was at a meet because right. we was all together and shooting, you know? Yeah. So that's the kind of things that Street Me DC, this community, can, can do, you know? Yeah, it started as, you know, a nonprofit meetup and just let's just have fun. And... I think when, when you know, we see each other post and stuff, you really gain respect for someone's eye. You gain respect for their, their creativity. And, you, and also, you gain respect for their professionalism, too. Because how you interact with a model tells me a lot about you as a man, right? Yes. And then when we go into a paid situation, whether it's Mike's gig or my gig, and it's like, I can trust him to get it done and be professional and be courteous, right? Yeah. And it all started at Street Meet DC. And now, you know, now we're making money off of it. It's, it's pretty cool. Amen. Is there something specific that you could say that you took from Street Meet DC, something you learned that you still apply to the uh, filmmaking production set? Um, so, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing, I would say one of the biggest things is, the, again, the collaboration piece, you know, um, learning how to work 
uh, t t you know, with other people, working with uh, hand in hand with a director. You know, as a cinematographer, that's either that's working, you know, under a, a DP itself, and, and knowing your role, um, and knowing, um, you know, how to execute. You know, sometimes production can be, it can get, it can get a little. Uh, the, the pressure can be up a little bit because yeah. time is money. Time yeah. is money, and so um, you kind of got to know your role and know, know what the director is thinking. Be two steps ahead of them. You know. Um, uh, if you're working with a DP, knowing you know what they're thinking about, the things that you talk about in maybe pre-production, have that ready to go. So when you're shooting and filming, um, you know you, it just it just works in a fluid pace. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, like you said, the collaboration, collaboration, absolutely. That's yeah. that's all Street Me DC. Nice, nice, Sarah. Kind of, kind of similar. I would say, coming from a model perspective, I would say I took etiquette from street me which i don't know if that was exactly the question that you were asking but i think you i've learned to navigate certain situations and a lot of them based off of street meet the etiquette like for example i don't when you when you're switching lens i don't know what you're doing right <laughs> but but i trust you right i trust the photographer i trust you i know that i can trust you i know that you're doing what is best for me what is best for the shot and i know to just go with it right i'm not i'm not going to sit there ask a ton of questions um if I'm in a situation where I'm shooting with a brand, right? I've worked with a couple, uh, a well, a handful of photographers from Street Meet who I've shot, um, do, done brand work with, right? And I think it's just learning what you take in the field etiquette-wise, how to interact with photographers, how to interact with brands, how to interact with designers, um, where we've come in a street meet position or we've collaborated outside of street meet. It's just like how to interact with people um, and base it off of the situation that you're in. So, and I think a lot of times as a model, right, it's like kind of scary, obviously. Like it's scary on all ends a lot of times when you're first starting, but especially as, as a model, there's just this pressure to deliver and a pressure to do it right the first time. But I think that, you know, it's really set me up to kind of survey the situation and the position that I'm in and, and act accordingly and make sure that we're all having a good time. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. I think to your, directly to your point, one of the biggest takeaways that I got from Street Me DC was the power of feedback. Mm, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, when you're, you know, I'm photographing a model, it's like, oh, that was great. Oh, do that again. Oh, love that. Love that. Just stay there. Just keep, let's, let's, let's do that a few more times. Like, that's communicating, it's collaboration, but it's, the models need feedback. Like they need to know this is working or not working. We do need that. And I, it's, I think it's also just a lot of trust. I've learned to trust who I'm working with too, um, because we can get on a roll. I mean, I'm looking at you two in the front row, I know that when we shoot, you don't even, you don't say anything to me. We just, <laughs> we go, 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 go. So what should have been probably like an hour long shoot, we can get the shot in 10 minutes tops. So I think it's, you know, you, you build on it and you learn to work with each other. Even, even if it's someone that you've met for the first time, that feedback is critical. And then once you get that feedback and you can correct it and understand what direction you need to take, you're off and you've got it and you can get the shot. Jada, what's, what's on your mind? <laughs> Um, for me, I guess it was learning how to take critiques and letting go of ego and being open to advice from other photographers and just realizing I'm really not as good as I think I am. Because um, I, I definitely got to a point where I'm like, well, why am I not getting these opportunities like everybody else? And I realized it was me. It was me bringing myself down 
So, you know, I, I would ask for advice. Um, when bridging the gap and kind of transitioning into live music, I reached out to China, China Keys. Made in China, she works a lot in live music and she inspired me to want to go harder in that regard. So she was the first person I reached out to that helped me with that. Again, community. And I, I met her at Street Me, forgot to go. say that. <laughs> and, and if I can just piggyback off of uh, with, with one of the things Jada said about letting you go your ego, um, it reminded me about another one of the biggest things, uh, takeaways from Street Me DC community is to, um, I guess, how, how can I say this? Um, to, to learn how to not take yourself too seriously sometimes or to craft too seriously uh, because, you know, part of be, uh, getting better as a creative is the experimental part, the experimental process. Sometimes you got to just create just to create. And, and, and it may not have substance to it. It may not have meaning to it, but that's okay sometimes. You know, for me, you know, sometimes this space, the, the Street Meet, this community space has allowed me to um, some, just create and to learn my style, my niche. And then once you learn that, your style, your niche, or, or, or your eye, you can then develop um, further, you know, uh, whether that's the projects or, or your work that means something or that makes impact, you know, but it starts with just creating first and learning what's your, your, your style. Yes, yes. I love that you said that because I still struggle with that, the taking it too serious sometimes yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, putting together a mood board or a treatment or whatever the case may be and I'm, I'm, I'm holding on too tight. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you got to loosen up. Just, just send it. Just yeah. go for it, right? Like we keep saying, just go for it. And I think Street Meet DC gives us all an opportunity to just go, just hit the shutter, just go. And I think, yeah, like you said, that will you know, enable you to put your thoughts together later because you did just create, right? Um, okay, so I wanna talk about relationships, right? You've mentioned China, uh, Imani has mentioned Mike, uh, Sarah, like, let's talk about the relationships that have come from a result of being, you know, in the Street Me DC community. I know for a fact, like, some of these individuals, I don't know if they want to uh, be recognized or not, but some of these folks just gave me a whole house to sleep at when I didn't, when I was down bad. And he was like, yo, I got a room for you, right? It's like, if the community really does go that deep, um, and that individual has done that for more than one person, you know, in this, this um, backyard here. So just talk about, you know, some of the relationships that have, that still play a part in your life. I mean, well, again, I would not be where I am in my career if it weren't for the people that I met at Street Meet and the photographers. I mean, as far as, far as the personal relationships, I mean, <laughs> I've gone out and gotten dinner, gotten coffee, hung out on like a personal level. But deeper than that, I mean, these are the people from Street Meet and the community that I've built around Street Meet where it all started were the people that I trusted to shoot my first, uh, ba basically the the photo shoot that was going to launch my website and launch my brand, right? Like yeah. all, all, everyone who was at that shoot was a street meet connection mm. or was someone that knew someone from a street meet connection. So, and I trusted those people because I knew that they wanted to create and I knew that they would understand the vision that I had and I knew that they would deliver because at the end of the day, we're all collaborators and we all want to see each other grow. We all want to make it work. So, I mean, <laughs> when it comes to that, if, if it weren't for street meet, I wouldn't have you know, the brands and the incredible shoot that I had in the, the launch that I had last week. So I, I'm so thankful for that. But I mean, past that, um, 
I've had, there are some people that I've met at Street Meet who are now in New York, and I'm not even there yet, and we, we've planned shoots. Uh, I plan to do a new comp card shoot like a week after I get there. Um, there's, it's just they, they follow you around, right? So the relationships I've made here, there's, there's several people who no matter where I go, we're always looking to do more and looking to further each other. So I have things set up no matter where I go. So I think it's nice on a personal level, um, but it's also just nice that no matter where I go, I know that I can continue to create and trust the people to create what I want and, and help them create what they want. Mm, love it, love it. And it also gives you a chance to, you know, express yourself and get your vision out. Because, you, because I think without the trust in the photographer, you, you know, you may not be able to fully express your vision. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, listen, I, I, trust, I trust most photographers to, like, work it out with me. But there, there's probably a handful of people that I would... I'm, I'm a very hands-on person, you know? <laughs> I have a problem, like, letting go and, like, letting other people have creative direction. Um, but there, there's like a handful of people, and again, all of them from a street meet, who I would say, let's just show up at this place, or I have this idea, and I trust you to get it, and I'm not going to micromanage, I'm not going to do any of this. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, especially, too, as a model, like, these, these photos I want in my portfolio, I want to show to other people so that they trust me to represent their brand, or they trust me to pay me, mm. right, to, to represent them, or do what they need to walk in their show, and all of that comes from trusting the photographer to do that for me, so mm. trust is huge. Trust is huge. Okay, Jada, you, you mentioned China. I would, I'm hoping you can talk a little bit more about that. For those that don't know, China, uh, her Instagram handle is Made in China. She's another flawless female photographer from the Street Me DC community. Um, and it sounds like you have a pretty good relationship with her. So maybe you could share a little bit more about how you all met at Street Me DC and how you all still communicate now. Um, yeah, me and China met back in 2017. And I mean, full transparency, we weren't the best of friends in the <laughs> beginning. We were, but you know, people grow, they mature, especially me. I had to grow up, I had to mature. And you know, like I said, that came with being open-minded to help and advice. And you know, around the time in 2019 where I decided, okay, I really want to get into live music who should I ask for advice? China was the person that I knew I could go to. And she was very honest with me. She told me, you just gotta go. You gotta go to these local shows. You gotta go to the small venues, the places that don't have photo pits. And you know, you just have to be open to doing that before you can go into arena, arenas and bigger venues and get approved for festivals. And, you know, I just, I started doing that. And also just being open to doing it for free, which is, you know, something I was not open to at all because I was just like, well, I need to make money and um, I'm out of college and, you know, I'm not making enough money just as a photographer. But, you know, if I really wanted it, I knew that I was gonna have to stay grounded and I was gonna have to make that sacrifice to get to where I am now. Um, so yeah, and ever since then, me and China, we've built a much better rapport. We'll text each other photos sometimes, like, oh, like, what do you think of this? Or which photo should be the first swipe? <laughs> or, you know, just stuff like that. And eventually it led to her and uh, Sean, my fiance up there. 
<laughs> Her and Sean, they're, they were the photo leads for Broccoli City. And so last year, they got me to shoot Broccoli City. And that opportunity led to me shooting something in the water last year and then shooting something in the water this year. So, you know, that relationship, it, it came from street meat. You know, so with without that, I don't know. I don't know where I would be, honestly. I don't think I would be here, not yet, anyway. Um, and outside of China, I have a really, really good friend named Alexa that I met years ago, uh, 2017, and we're still friends to this day, really close friend. Um, I have another friend, kind of distant friend, Louise <laughs> over there. Louise. <laughs> um, me and Louise have known each other for some years now, and I've seen him, him and his now fiance go from a street meet <laughs> relationship now to being engaged, so it's really beautiful to see. I'm, I'm very big on friendship, very, very big on that, and I'm very, very happy for you, Louise, too. Hey. <laughs> so in addition to love and friendship, the Street Me DC community, it, it was, you were able to get some very useful information from China that, that really impacted your career in a positive way. Yeah. I love that, I love to hear those stories. Um, okay, so maybe just a couple more questions and then we can open up to Q&A, so get your questions ready or start thinking about your questions. Um, considering, like, you know, of course, Street Me DC and how that has impacted your journey so far, Let's talk about the future, right? Like how, you know, how do you see Street Me DC impacting your, your near future, right? It, whether it's, um, you know, reaching out to certain community members for a particular gig or reaching out for peer editing or maybe learning from each other. How, how do you all see Street Me DC community playing a part in your near future? Um, yeah, so, so for me, I would say um, it's, it's, you know, the next thing is happening now um, and, and kind of like my new adventure. I haven't really talked about it or I haven't been open about it because I've just been working, but I'm currently um, building uh, a, a media arts, essentially, hub uh, for a, like this prominent creative arts center. Mm, um, say that, and, and, say that. <laughs> and, um, you know, part of what inspired that, inspired that part in me, which is, a, it's just, you know, be able to utilize my you know, expertise and now in this space, um, part of that inspiration came from, you know, the impact that I've seen in the Street Meet DC community. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very big on, on impact and making impact and, you know, because I've been around Street Meet DC, as I said earlier, since the beginning. And so uh, to see from then to now, uh, the impact it's made in, you know, creatives' lives, creators' lives, whether that's, you know, um, you know, uh, new careers yeah. out of streaming DC or whether that's just people growing in their skill set, you know, the, the, everyone that's up here today, the people that's in the crowd, you know, being able to see the impact it's made in the community has inspired me into, you know, so now I, I look to be able to try to make an impact as I, you know, kind of develop this media arts hub where um, it'll be a space of, of, you know, offering classes and workshops among different mediums of media arts mm. to community. Mm. Uh, so. Congrats on that. Sounds like it sounds like you're looking forward to giving back. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I mean, you know, Street Street Me DC gave to me. You know, when I first started out, the, the first meet I went to, and wanting to find a space for for of you know creatives like myself, and 
you know, and so now, you know, how can I, you know, better give back to, you know, to community, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. I love that. I'm definitely looking forward to, I'm about that bag. So, <laughs> like, I look forward to the opportunities, like, yo, I need camera op, I need a BTS photographer, like, what's your rate? Boom, let's go. Like, that's, that's one of my favorite, you know, ways to give back, because I never thought I would be a photographer, you know, and now I have, I'm, you know, I'm blessed with, you know, an abundance of opportunities to share with others that I trust. I have to trust you, obviously. Um, but, yeah, that's like, I love doing that. I love, you know, reaching out to Pierre Sway. It's like, hey, this is the situation. Who should I reach out to? Oh, so-and-so is great. Or this is a beautiful model. She'd be a great fit. That's, I love that, like giving back and creating opportunities for others. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, I mean, similarly with the giving back. So I, I mean, when I came here in 2019, I did not know what I was doing. I looked silly. Thank you for trusting in me. Um, but yeah, I, I hate the idea that there were models out there that gatekeeped how to like start modeling because it's so competitive, which is so not true because we all have different looks and there's always people are looking for different things, which is a whole other thing. But I was so lucky to find models who I could go up to during those first few street meets and be like, what do I do? And they helped me and, and they wanted to see me grow and they wanted to see me do well. And so I, when I get to New York, so a bit of a move going on, so it's a little stressful right now. But once I get to New York, my plan is actually to also start creating uh, content that I can distribute to models to help them start their careers because mm. I feel like I've, I feel like I got a good footing. Um, and I just want to share what I learned because getting into it as a model, you know, I can't speak to what it's like getting into it as a photographer or from other angles, but getting into it as a model, it is so competitive and people constantly try to tear you down and tell you that you're not good enough you don't deserve to have your photo taken you don't have the look whatever it is which is so not true and i just want to give as much information as i can and again it all started from that community sense that comes from street meet and i i have so many girls who reach out to me right who who ask me for advice and who ask me where to get started and i always tell them check out street me <laughs> you'll meet some great photographers you'll meet other models there who can give you advice and i always point them in this direction so i'm looking forward to continue to give that advice but also create content for girls uh and 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 guys as well anyone who wants to become a model um and and be able to give that that way because that is what i have been given from the community love that i already know that the content you create will be super helpful and useful for all the potential models who just you know maybe they're just interested in it and they want to try it I already know, like having a, a Instagram reel or whatever you come up with will be super helpful. And I also definitely look forward to the media hub, and you know, and whatever your brainchild becomes, I'm here for it. Appreciate. What about you, Jada? Um, for me, hoping to get to the point where me and my fiance we can officially have our own company together. Just working on getting more brand partnerships. So that way, you know, can send other people out on my behalf to shoot for events, to shoot for festivals, you know, because I find an issue that's coming up is I can't be two or three places at one time. Um, you know, so just providing more opportunities for other photographers and other videographers. Um, I really want to be more consistent with YouTube or TikTok, just some sort of way of teaching photography. And because people, they ask a lot of questions and some people have the same questions. So just, just figuring that out so I can be 
a better influence and not just someone who just shares their work and just gets off social media, just trying to help people more in the community. And long term, I really want to have a studio and hopefully some sort of business slash art school. Mm. Yeah. Love it, love it. And, and that's the other thing about the community is when you do go to create you know, your helpful content, you can get feedback and they'll say, you didn't really answer my question or yeah, yeah, that was perfect, right? And we have like hundreds of individuals that we could share it with and they say, oh yeah, that was perfect, that was super helpful, right? And that, and that goes for you as well, Sarah, like you, the, the content that both of you all create, you can get immediate feedback. Lovely, lovely. Um, okay, this is the Q&A portion. We have about 20 minutes left. So if anybody has any questions that we maybe are able to answer, this is, this is the time. Raise, raise your hands. I know someone got a question. Is that, is that a question over here, sir? Okay, hold on a second. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what's, what's he, he going to say? Hi. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. Uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know if, you got, if you guys know who I am. I'm the founder of Streamy DC. We can't hear you, P. <laughs> I am the founder of Streamy DC. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for that. Thank you, thank you all for your very, very kind words. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's great to hear and see what's happened since the inception of Street Meet DC. Everybody's, everybody's thriving. I love it. I love to see it. I don't want to gatekeep. I, this, is, this, is, this is exactly what I wanted. I want everybody to win. And to see you all winning here today and giving you guys a platform today is amazing. This is amazing. And shout out to Sway you know, for, for help, helping us out. They're putting this whole thing on. You know, like this is this is this is amazing. It's it's amazing to see it's amazing to see how people resonate with this. And this is not something that is lost on me. It's it's just something that I never fathomed that it would be where we where we're at right now. Like I see you doing your thing, 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 <laughs> I see everybody doing their thing. And this is and this is what I this is what I've always wanted for people to do to to do their own thing, and I, I, this is uh, this is overwhelming to me, and, and this is amazing. I love it, and I, 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 I don't know what else to say. And <laughs> oh yeah, oh, uh, I don't have a question. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold up, Sony, Sony or Nikon? For who? I know Imani is a kid. Leica. <laughs> Leica, damn, you got money. <laughs> I think, I think, I, Imani used to be Canon Boys, but I think he's Ari Boys now. I'm, I'm still Canon Boys. I'm just Ari Boys, too. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm definitely Sony. So do we have any, we got a question over here, perfect. And introduce yourself, man. Let us know who you are. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Farron High. I've been a photographer for the past seven years. And uh, my question is, well, yeah, my question is, so I've been getting a lot more bigger projects and commissions, and my team is now, they've grown to develop their own style and method of operating and their workflow. And now when we, we, we had this recent project and we all were very divided on what style we should go with and we couldn't come to an agreement. So how would you cope or what's a way to like sometimes work through creative differences with either models or fellow cinematographers? 
Uh, I would. So you said you're you have a team. You've been at it for seven years. You just got a big gig, and everybody was kind of on a different page. Okay. Um, yeah, I've definitely been there. It's tough. Um, I've had you know productions and the. My camera operator wanted to be a BTS photographer, and I'm like, I need you on camera A. We did not talk about that. Like, what's going on? I think prevention helps a lot. Like, you can you can try to fix it after the fact, like in the moment. But if you can just prevent it all together, that's your best bet. So, in the pre-production phase, just kind of over communicate everyone's roles and responsibilities, and also you know invite any input. Like, does anybody have any other ideas? Like, this is what we're going for, just to make sure that you're all on the same page from the get-go. Does that make sense? Imani? Um, quick question with that. Is this with a specific project or, or client that we're talking about and, and, and specifically? So I think, you know, what I would say is, um, you know, you do want to pre prevent that, but I think also see if maybe one style represents the client better. What, is there is there a particular style from the you know you know that your team that could closely re resemble what the client is looking for because maybe you can pull that out more and you can just mold that through your team and you know you know for the for the project itself yeah yes and to piggyback off that earlier we kind of spoke about how creatives have egos and we all kind of not all of us but I know I can hold on too tight sometimes and I know my creative ego gets in the way and so to Imani's point. If you're shooting for a client who already has an aesthetic, you can kind of remind people like myself that this is about the client, this is not about me, right? And that'll you know, maybe create an opportunity for you all to be on the same team and achieve the goal. Yeah, what, what both of them just said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Any other questions? Right here. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Raquel, hey. I've been, I'm an amateur model, I've been modeling for over a year now. Um, my question is specifically for Sarah from the model's perspective. Um, did, you ever have, um, did you ever have moments where you had an idea and you feel like it, it wasn't a good idea to go through because maybe people wouldn't accept it, but you just did it anyway? Would you mind repeating that louder? She, I heard I had a good idea and it wasn't a good idea. No, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying not to speak too loud. So my question was, um, so my question was, uh, did you ever have a creative idea that you really wanted to do, but you feel like it wouldn't have been accepted by like outside like perspective and anything, but you just did it anyway? Or you have times where you feel like, oh, I really want to do this, but other people might judge me for it. Like, how do you handle that? That is a great question. Um, I mean, the big thing that I can think of is, so when I, right, when you start modeling, you take, I think, you take like cute headshots and you take cute pictures of yourself outdoors and then you grow to discover what you like to do and you branch out and you try different things. So one thing that I wanted to get more into was swimwear. And I think that that's a very delicate subject for a lot of people, right? And a lot of my followers at the time were very, my high school friends <laughs> and they didn't want to see that kind of stuff. and. Okay, now if I post something like that, people like it. But back then when I started posting things like that, people weren't a huge fan and people also didn't really want to shoot that or I would, I would ask people for advice on it and it came across as a very like, oh, well, you know, why do you want to show yourself off or why do you want to shoot those kinds of things? Or, you know, so I, it, it, 
I, I think when I started doing things like that, it did get met with a bit of, well, why do you want to do that? That doesn't make sense. Um, and to me, the way to remedy that was, well, what's my goal, right? Like, my goal is to build a diversified portfolio that shows every angle of what I can do. So even if it doesn't make sense to other people, if that's something that makes sense to me, then I have to go for it. And I don't have to convince anyone. I didn't have to convince any of my <laughs> friends from high school, right, mm -hmm. that, like, I can post myself in a bikini and not feel weird about it. I, it. To me, that was, if that's something that I felt I needed, that's something that I needed. If I felt like I needed to do more studio shoots because I need that angle, then I'm going to do that. There's, you know, there's no reason to explain to people why you feel like you need to grow in a certain direction. I think that's really important to, to know from every angle, but especially as a model, because you're constantly going to get criticism and people are going to look at your pictures and pick them apart they're, they're, they're going to pick everything apart constantly and I think just having that goal in mind and knowing knowing what you need to get you to where you need to be just keep on that track and it does not matter what other people say about that easier said than done but so I got the last question because I don't see a lot of hands going up right now oh, oh we got questions I got bro. no eyes behind my back I'm sorry man I'm not going to have the last question yet Hello, everybody. My name is Vaughn. Uh, my question is for the whole panel. Um, I've been shooting for about two years, and there's days where I don't have a model, or I want to grab my camera, but I don't feel inspired or motivated. Where do you guys find that motivation when you really want to get out, but you kind of don't want to get out? And what do you guys shoot when you don't have a model? Um, I'll answer first. I think uh, I felt that way many times. I, I don't have a model. That, that happens a lot when I don't have a model to photograph. I focus on street photography, and I give myself a small challenge. Uh, maybe I'll focus on a certain color, or I'll focus on hats, people wearing hats, or I'll focus on a letter. I'll look for the letter A, and just give my, my, brain, like a, my brain a creative exercise to focus on that's not subject-driven, that's not you know, about a model or another human. Um, for me, kind of piggybacking off of what Julian said, I would location scout. <laughs> Um, drive around even outside of the city. Um, I don't know if, if you drive, but if you do, um, even if you go out to say Southern Maryland, there's a lot of land in Southern Maryland. And uh, there's animals too that are like out in the open because a lot of people have farms. So I would just, I would do location scouting. It can also be very relaxing too to take that drive for yourself, bring your camera with you. And in the meantime, I will say look for models on Instagram. Um, probably look at local agencies because there are some local agencies as well. And the models are pretty open to collaborating, rather that be an in-depth concept or just a casual, hey, you want to shoot today? I have this location in mind. So that's what I would do. That's true. A lot of models are usually pretty down to shoot. Um, yeah, I, I mean, personally, obviously, I can't just go out and wait for someone to take a picture of me on the street. <laughs> I can't just, like, go wait for someone to scout me. So what I do is I take inventory of what I have if I'm really feeling down or I'm feeling left out because I'm seeing my friends doing a shoot and I'm not doing anything and I can't find anyone last minute, is I'll just take inventory of what I have and I'll look at my portfolio, I'll look at my Instagram and I'll think, hmm, you know, what's really, what's really missing? I really, ooh, I need to update my comp card. Let me, let me look for a good photographer who can shoot shortly and, and help me update uh, help me update my comp card, do a good studio shoot. So really for me, it's just taking inventory and seeing, you know, I can't do something about it right now, but 
next time I can hit, hit the ground running, what do I want to do? Yeah, and, and I would say, um, you know, find your system of inspiration. Find what's your system to pull inspiration out of you. You know, uh, for me, that could be, you know, watching a movie or that can be, uh, uh, you know, developing a catalog of people that inspire me, um, whether it's from people, you know, like a Gordon Parks before my time or, or someone currently um, find, a, 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 you know, develop a catalog of inspiration so that you can go to that. Um, and sometimes you just need to just go out and, and shoot some, some things that you guys are saying. You just need to go out and shoot um, and do something that helps as well. Also, I wanted to say one more thing. Phone a friend. Um, my first model was actually my best friend, and she's not really a model, but we build that photographer-muse relationship. So she was the person I would just hit up as well. Like, if I was bored and I really wanted to get a concept off, she was someone that I would reach out to. So find that person that is always down to shoot, and that could really be a friend, cousin, sister, you know, whoever. All right, we got two more questions, if I'm not mistaken, right over here. Hi, how's it going? My name is Mickey, and just a question for the panel is, uh, what are your thoughts on the usage of AI? I guess like in Adobe or like editing and uh, ever-changing cha trends. You know, the part of me is like, just want to go the traditional route and just keep uh, taking pictures, but also part of me is to just, you know, jump on trends and, you know, get the uh, portfolio out and see more, um, uh, let the people see the work. So how do you keep up with that? Great question. Uh, I have a two-part answer. First, I would say creativity is a muscle. I don't care what tool you're using, if it's photog uh, digital photography or film photography or Photoshop, creativity is creativity. I think the whole AI conversation is a little, little aggressive. <laughs> like, let people do their thing. Like, who cares, you know? The, the second part of my answer is, it's hard to charge like a licensing deal for AI created work because you don't own it. And like I said earlier, I'm about that bag. And so creating and then you can't make any money from it, that, but you spend a lot of time on it. That's, that's my issue with AI more so. It's, it's, it's about ownership. Who owns that, that, that artificially created piece? Who owns it? That's my thing. When we make these photos, it's clear that I own the photo until someone buys it from me. AI, the lines are a little blurred, so therefore I'm not jumping in it quite yet. Uh, so what the question was generally about uh, what we think about AI? It's about AI. Yeah, it's trendy. Uh, do you jump in? Do you jump on the trend? Do you not jump on the trend? Uh, I don't <laughs> jump on the trend. Um, I'm really big on tangible art um, and original art. I mean, as original as it can get because nothing is original under the sun. But as, as tangible as it can get, I prefer... I prefer that. So I'm personally not diving into AI, at least not as of right now. Yeah, I don't have a huge opinion on it. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say that uh, <laughs> it's, it's something to be agreed upon ahead of time. I did do a shoot recently where I was expecting to get some real nice headshots back, and I got some real funky cyborg looking thing and I maybe that was my fault I don't know but yeah I just just 
set the expectations ahead of time. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No, they ended up fine. Um, I <laughs> also I think uh, I mean if you're ta- talking like about models, you work with models who if you are going to you know, tweak said photos after the fact, make sure they're open to that creative realm because a lot of my photos that I use, right, I'm sending off to modeling agencies in New York City and they really, they don't want to see that. So, you know, just just set the expectation. I just wanted to say I realize I lied just a little bit. I lied a little bit. Because Lightroom definitely has these new AI-based features to help with, you know, denoise and things like that, and so does Photoshop. So I guess for that, that aspect, I dive into AI. But when it comes to actually, you know, creating art from the base, I guess, of AI, that's where I'm like, no. That's fair. I, I get that. Um, yeah, the whole AI conversation, for me, that's, uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know I, I still think Our Robot is the realest movie of all time. So, like, you know, I, that's a whole other conversation. I, I would just say, you know, uh, just focus on, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm big on the, the, the pureness of the art coming out of you um, and, and what you can create out of your own views and I. Um, and, that's that's what I can say. Yeah, that's I think that's the biggest the biggest thing uh, I can say. Yeah. I get that. Hey guys, what's up? Hi, um, so, I have one question. Um, early in my career, uh, as a fellow creative entrepreneur, I was told that if I really really wanted to get successful, that I should move to uh, another city like New York or L.A. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, as a hometown boy. I don't really subscribe to that. So what do you, as for you guys, what do you think are some of the benefits of the DC metro area that you know, new creative entrepreneurs that want to get into this business uh, should know about? <laughs> All right, well, okay, okay, I'm going to New York City. Yeah, Queen, okay, way to rip me apart like that. Um, okay, listen. I. At the end of the day, I would not be moving to New York City if it weren't for what were created professionally in DC. Um, I think that in D- so in New York, something that I'm worried about is I'm just gonna be another model who went to New York City to live their dream, right? Like that's kind of lame, like a little bit, right? And 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 I'm a little worried about that. The thing that makes me less worried about that is that DC is, how do I put this? It's, it's full of people who can take time to hone their skills and not just, they're not grabbing like they are in New York, they're not grabbing like they are in LA for the next thing and like just just grabbing at anything to like further their career, right? Like people you here, you can take time to build yourself and find yourself. And so I have found myself and my style in DC. And again, like I said earlier, you have you have time to do that, and you have creatives in your community who will give you the time to do so. So I think that in DC, uh, I, I don't know, for me at least from the model perspective, I've found people who I can work with who will allow me to take my time. And I think that's a really special thing about DC because a lot of us here, 
photography and modeling isn't our day job, right? Some of us are lucky to have that be our day job, but for most of us, that's not our day job. Um, so at the end of the day, you're find people who are willing to invest their time in you. And I have found people who are willing to invest their time in me. And yes, I am moving to New York, so fantastic. That's a lot of fun. But I would have not been able to do that had I not found people here who wanted to build me up and build themselves up. Well, I've never lived anywhere else outside of the DMV area, right? My advice wouldn't be to just move. Um, definitely find people here that will invest in you and give you advice and help you further your career. But don't feel guilty about leaving home. You know, you don't have to move, but definitely travel. Um, I've traveled most of this year for work, you know, but still DC is home-based and I make that very known. So I just feel like it's about finding that balance, being open-minded and not feeling bad. If you do travel to LA, to New York, to Atlanta, Philly, Seattle, wherever for work. Um, yeah, just don't feel guilty. That's the biggest thing because right now, that's kind of what I've been dealing with. I've barely been home all year and I've missed a lot of local events that I would normally go to. I have friends who are local artists in the area and I've missed their performances, their showcases, their festivals, their parties. And I've, I've felt bad about it to be completely honest. But I know that my goal at the end of the day, even if I do leave home is to always bring it back. Whatever resources I get, from wherever I go, whatever advice, whatever lessons I learn, I always want to bring it back home. So I think that's, that's the most important thing. Bring it back home. Yeah, uh, Louise, that's a good question, Louise. You know, you know, because in, in the filmmaking world, as you know, it's, you know, oh, you got to move to New York or you got to move to L.A. for you to really, you know, make something of yourself. And, and in a sense, in one aspect, you know, moving to those places does provide better resources and connections but i never thought i never agreed with that method like you don't have to move to these places you know i know uh uh filmmakers who live in this area in different areas who live in you know in the mountains somewhere and they just get commissioned um, um to go places uh to to do that to do projects to shoot films and things like that so i just think you know you know start with where you at where you're at um, and, and, and develop something out of the place that you, you're at and then go from there. Um, you don't I, I don't think you necessarily have to move in these places. You can, but I would just suggest start with where you're at and then go from there. You know? Yeah, that's a great question. I like, I like what everyone said. Um, I definitely agree. You know, start, start now. Use what you have. Do what you can. Because you can move to L.A., but I promise you if you don't have a portfolio, then they're not going to take you serious. Or if you, don't, you can go to New York and if you don't have anything to show, then why would they trust you with a budget if you haven't proven that you can do that? And I think DC is unique because we have an abundance of opportunity to try and to create and to build community and to get yourself off the ground and have something to show when you do visit or when you do move, you have something to show for yourself rather than, hey, I'm really good, just take me at my word. It's like, no, it's not how it works. It's not how it worked for me. Can I think I, we got, oh, go ahead. Can I piggyback off that real quick? That goes back to the whole thing. Um, 
back in 2019 wanting to shoot live music and just expecting to get approved for big concerts and big festivals. It's just like, why would they do that? I have no live music experience <laughs> at all. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So sometimes you have, to, you have to really buckle down and you have to take the free work as painful as it is, and you know, rent is due, car notes due, all the things are due, but if you really, really want it, like you have to go after it, and you have to sacrifice a lot. And then eventually you'll, you'll get there, and before, like you'll look up and you're like, wow, that happened fast. <laughs> and, then, and then lastly, to piggyback off of that, I think, um, you know, Sometimes we'll see people, whether whatever uh, our form it is, we'll see you know that those few that come from nothing and automatically they're just like they made it, right? But that's really like 0.1 percent of everyone. You know, I, I think it's it's important that you um, you know just focus on your craft. Um, don't you can use people for inspiration, uh, but 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 you know don't look at other people and what they're doing and 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 you know kind of. Uh, uh, put that on yourself. Focus on what you're doing and your craft and develop a vision and, and, and where you want to go with that. It's, I think that's very important. It's, it is very important because even that 0.1% of individuals who do make it overnight, they're going to struggle to maintain it. Right. You might get up there, but can you maintain it? It's going to be a lot harder to maintain it if you haven't put in the, the time and effort. You know. Um, I think we have one more question up front. Thank you all for y'all holding y'all advice. Any advice for set designer, prop stylist, um, even product photography? Um, product mm. photography? Is there like space for that in street meet? And then my second question was, um, as artists, is there anything in particular that you all are always looking for in your work, regardless of the client or situation? Mm. Is there something that you're always looking for? Um. So I'm looking for a set designer, so we can talk after this. Um, I just got a new studio, and I want to do a little bit more than, you know, backdrop paper and artificial lighting. I want to do, like, I don't know. Think of, like, the corner of the cocktail room at the Great Gatsby's house. Like, that's, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm going for. So we can, we can figure it out. Um, the, the thing I'm looking for, regardless of the client or regardless of uh, the situation, I'm looking for the eye contact. When I make a portrait or when I'm interviewing someone, I'm looking for the eye contact. Like, do I have your full attention? Is, is what we're doing serving you as well? And I think when, they, when you can see it in their eyes if they are being served as well, and I'm not, it, it's a collaboration, right? It's like they're enjoying it or they're locked in. I'm looking for that eye contact. Um, for set design, um, I actually, I don't do it as often as I would like, especially since I haven't, haven't been here um, <laughs> to do it. But I would say start, start with the mood board. The mood board is usually what helps me when it comes to set design. Like what is the vision I really want to execute? And what materials do I need to execute this idea? And Sometimes it's a simple trip between Dollar Tree and Amazon Prime, to be completely honest. That's where I've gotten pretty much anything I've needed set design-wise. Um, and as far as, what was the second question again? Sorry. 
Mm. Um, for me, just, I guess, really people feeling, feeling comfortable. Uh, rather it be a photo shoot or if I'm shooting live music. And just, especially shooting live music, I love to see an artist really enjoying what, they're do, what they do, interacting with the crowd, and I love capturing that in photo and video. And when I can control it as far as my creative work, representation is extremely important to me. Um, I love to do a lot of vibrant colors, a lot of uh, ideas that are a little bit more on the extreme side artistically. And I love to have black women be a part of that just because we're not, we don't really get that representation. And I think that instead of complaining about it, you know, I could just do it myself. So, yeah. I wish I had more advice for the, for the set design, but I will say if you're doing collaborative shoots or just working with models one-on-one, -on -one, ask models to like collaborate with you for, for shoots because I know many a time I have brought my own props or brought my own ideas with me. Um, so a lot of times models will be open to that if you're just talking about like a little one-on-one -on -one shoot or a simple little studio shoot, but um, that's really the only advice I can give on that. Um, I would say in my work, I really just look for what looks like me um, over the years, I think when I, when I first started and, and I was working with photographers who maybe I wouldn't work with again, you know, I would get certain direction of, you know, pose like this or do this or, or do something that while it might have looked good in a photo or it might have looked good to them, it, it wasn't me. It wasn't something that I would post. It wasn't something that I'd be happy with at the end of the day. It's not something I'd put in my portfolio. It's not something I would want to show people. I always think of, I always want to show photos to my mom. And I was like, would my mom like this photo? Would she be happy with like what I'm doing? Um, I, or my family, I just want to show them at Christmas and be like, ah, you know, be proud of me. Um, and, and over the years I've learned to be more direct with what I want and at the end of the day look for photos that represent me and things that I'm proud of and so at the end of the day I, I just want to see me and I want to see something that makes me and my family and my friends and people who support me proud. Yeah that's good and, and for me first I would say uh, set design, production design that's all very important. Um, you know when you look at the space that we're in right now it's really a set that was constructed for a panel conversation. This is design, and this, this, was, this takes creativity. And so I think we, you know, even Street Meet could possibly utilize that for future events, you know, and how we could construct. So that, I think that's something that you guys could talk about to Pierre or Sway about and figure out how we can utilize that for next, you know, future events. And then on the second question, um, what do I look for in, in work? I, um, I think from my mindset is, you know, I'm as good as my last body of work. I'm only as good as my last body of work. So when I go into a new project, I, I try to uh, you know, look at what I did from my previous work and how I can just better that in any way, shape, or form. Um, you know, and that's kind of just the mindset I carry when you know, looking at work and how I uh, go about you know, future projects. Awesome. Just well, another well, piece. Go, I ahead, would also go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I was also just gonna add, I'm lo always looking for authenticity. Is this authentic? Is it real? Am I pushing it too far? Is it fake? Is it gimmicky? Looking for authenticity. I think it's very important to be authentic to yourself, whatever that is. All right, I'm done. You're done? <laughs> I'm awesome. Done.
first off, thank you to everybody for coming out today. First time for us trying this out. Y'all have been great. Uh, but real, real truth, real thanks to Margaret and yours truly for allowing us to host this space. Beautiful space. Y'all come back for the co-working Monday through Friday, 11 to 4. Every day till 4. Free Wi-Fi, great coffee, great drinks. Uh, please visit Mercy Me after this. Big thank you to Julian, Jada, Sarah, and Imani. They doing it. Shout out to my man Sean here. Shout out to my man Mike, Luis, Pierre. Thank y'all once again. Uh, after this, let's just take over the hotel first floor and create some beautiful art. Just, just make it work. She and said, tag yours truly at yours truly hotel. Yours truly hotel. Please tag the hotel when you post the photos. Thank y'all. Thank you for coming.